Welcome to the Sober Podcast with Ainsley Michelle. This podcast is for the former party people who want to quit drinking and take control of their health and lives. I'm a counsellor, coach, and use a combo of psychology, spirituality, and practical strategies to help you get off the grog for good. Do you keep sabotaging your sobriety? Welcome to Sober TV and the Sober Podcast. I'm Ainsley sobriety coach, counsellor and teacher. So today I'm going to talk about the one thing that a lot of us tend to get caught up in and that's the cycle of self-sabotage. So maybe you're at that point where you've set the intention, you know you want to stop drinking. The only issue that keeps coming up is that little voice or that little devil on your shoulder that comes in those weak moments because of course it does, right? And it says, one won't hurt, maybe you can moderate, just one more time, what else are you gonna do, I'm bored, and all of those other little annoying voices that come in in those moments where we are feeling at our weakest. The secret here is to be okay with it first of all, like the more anger that you apply to your self-sabotage, the more frustrated you get, the more negative emotion that you fire at yourself with the shame and the guilt and the blaming and all of those sorts of emotions, it's going to keep you stuck in the cycle. So the first step of that is to, first of all, accept that that's what you're doing and be okay that you are human, all right? Now, we're not making excuses by any stretch. It's more so just going, you know what, I'm human. I keep doing this. There's a deeper reason why I'm still doing this. Now, this is inviting you to investigate it. This is making you look at the triggers that are coming up for you and what is weakening you in those moments. So I'll give you an example, like in my situation, it was just that constant need of social approval. That's what kept sucking me back in. And so you've got to look at that. Is it boredom? Is it trauma that you haven't faced? Is it feelings that you're having in yourself, that uncomfortable feeling that you're having, which I will get to in a second, that is causing you to go, ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna have a drink. So the uncomfortable feeling, now baseline, we are drinking to avoid uncomfortable feelings. Now, this is different to the person that has a drink every now and then to socialize and whatever, okay? So this video is obviously for those of us who have no self-control, who struggle to moderate, and who really just have decided that we need to take alcohol out of the equation completely. When you acknowledge what the underlying little triggers are, then it's gonna be a lot easier for you to see it coming, even preempt it. You know that you there's always going to be weddings, there's always going to be parties, there's always going to be social times or board times, and there's going to come a point where you go, well, when does this end? When does this need to drink in those situations end for me? And when you acknowledge that it's not even so much about the alcohol as the problem, it's the things and the meanings that you've wrapped around it that are causing you to go into this state of mind of where you go weak and you start drinking. Now, all you're really doing is drinking over the top of, as I said before, this uncomfortable feeling. This uncomfortable feeling is anxiety. This uncomfortable feeling possibly is anger, aggression, boredom, all of these things. But when you just baseline break it down to it's just a physical sensation in your body, then all you need to do is feel into your body and go, okay, where do I feel this in my body? All right, so you might feel it in your chest, for example. Okay, so I'm feeling tightness in my chest. That's a sense of urgency. That's addiction, right? 
the sense of urgency, that need to get rid of that feeling. And so we ruin our lives, our finances, our relationships, our health, all to avoid an uncomfortable feeling. Like how ridiculous is that? But that's what we're doing. And so when you get comfortable with the comfortable feeling, when you're just sitting in it and you're okay with it, then it loses all of its power. It loses its charge. And, it, you know, you go through life now looking at alcohol and having absolutely no feelings around it. That's why, you know, using willpower and medication or anything quick fixy isn't long-term going to work, okay? It might help you in some ways, but you're not getting to the root cause. It's kind of like when you go to the doctor, the doctor gives you a tablet for the symptom. They don't give you any recommendations for the cause. The cause is often, depending on what it is, but the cause is often dietary, right? You might have a food allergy or a deficiency or something like that. But the doctor, most doctors aren't really trained in that area in nutrition. So they go, I'll take a tablet. And so I'm not anti-medication for drinking. Just I'll just use that disclaimer first, just to make sure that you understand. Like if that's what you want to do, then by all means do it. But is it fixing the core issue? No, it's going to come back because this is a psychological thing. The psychology of what's going on with you needs to be worked with. And that might sound hard and scary, and it's, it's not really. Because when you break it down into just that little tiny feeling that you get, then you're able to address that feeling. That feeling is going to come up and you're like, okay, there it is. All right, well, let's just sit with this and welcome it in. And so it's something that I teach in my work is the welcoming technique. So any negative feelings that come up, you just sit there, you know, welcome, need to please my friends. And you do it with a smile on your face because it just sends beautiful feelings through your body. Welcome stress, welcome anxiety. And you feel it as you say it. Welcome feeling left out. Welcome fear of being alone. Welcome fear of loneliness. Welcome anxiety. Welcome thumping in my chest. So you're starting to get all of these thoughts uh, and then physical sensations as well as like overwhelm and that sort of thing in some kind of form where you now are accepting all of those feelings because we drink to push them away. And so when you stop drinking to push them away, then and you feel them. And yes, it is uncomfortable. Like some of these feelings and emotions are very uncomfortable, especially anxiety. But once you get into the practice of it, you can jump on it much faster because anxiety, for example, if you let it go, it's like a speeding train. It starts to build momentum more and more and more. You start having more thoughts, which creates more anxiety, which creates more thoughts, which creates more anxiety. And then before you know it, this speeding train is running along. Well, they don't really run, but you know what I mean. And so if you if you get to the practice, like, and you might start in that speeding train time, which it can be harder to bring back, but over time it gets easier and easier to recognize what your triggers are and sit with them and be okay with them and then just let them run out and open yourself up to the time frame. Don't go, I have to fix this in five minutes or I have to fix this in a minute. Sit with it for as long as it needs to. Like I've, I've had really big things happen in my life and I have sat with the emotions and it's, it's hard, it's challenging, but I let them run out. Some of them go for five days. But you think about five days of like feeling into that emotion and letting that emotion coming up and just welcoming it in with love for five days as opposed to struggling in this addiction for the rest of your life.
So it does require a bit of work. And anyone that tells you that it doesn't is full of shit, right? Because you do need to do the inner work. You can't go, I mean, there are people that can decide that. That's it. Like they might have an experience, whether it's a car accident or go DUI or end up in prison or whatever, that, that trips them and then they just go, that's it, I'm done. But then there's a lot of us who it's a slower process where it's all well and good to stop drinking and you can do that. You do it all the time when you go to sleep, right? It's sustaining it and keeping it going. And when you get into this practice of just welcoming all of those feelings in, they start to become your friend and you get familiar and comfortable with them and then they lose their charge and that's how you stop sabotaging your sobriety. I have started doing weekly sober coaching sessions in the Sober Tribe app. Every Wednesday night, we get on Zoom and I coach you. So these aren't meetings. These aren't like sitting around support group style sessions. These are actually therapeutic sessions where I work with you in a group and give you different therapies to use, different ways of thinking. I teach you new tools and new strategies for helping you through this journey. Not only that, you get to share your story. You get to interact with everybody else on the call and be a part of an awesome community that will help you get sober with ease and make it fun as well, because it should be fun. Like, Why are we being negative and sad about this? It should be fun. To do that, all you need to do is just click on the link in my bio or in the description, and that will take you to the app stores. So you just, if you're with iPhone, obviously it's iOS app store. If it's Android, then the Android app store. So you click on that link and you just download it directly from the app store. And then when you go into it, you just choose VIP coaching and sign up. It's only $11.99 a month Australian, so Aussie dollars. So you think about it. You get a therapy sessions and they're, what, $120, $160 a pop. You're getting four sessions a month for $11.99. So that's a massive saving and very valuable. So to do that, click on the link in this video and I will see you in there.